Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, but it's also Fightful overbooked right now because Ring of Honor decided to run a 2,800-match card. So we were like, no, we're not going to start at 1130 at night. Instead, we're going to start at a regularly scheduled time here I'm Fightful Overbooked. So here we are. Don't worry. If you got this video, you're in the right place. If you want to send it to your friends, go ahead and do that. It's your Impact Wrestling Post Show for June 22nd, 2023. I am at Joel Pro. I'm not salty at all, okay? I'm not salty at all going into Forbidden Door Weekend. I'm looking forward to being at the show. I just don't love it when Impact, or not when Impact, I don't love it when when Ring of Honor throws us these long-ass shows uh-huh. and bumps us to another channel. As Cresta said, we were on Thursdays first. And we got got, yes. we got bamboozled, led astray, run amok. Completely and utterly just, uh, just screwed. Frustrating ain't the, the goddamn word for it, as Bret Hart would tell us. Anyway, how you doing, friends? Good to see you. Uh, go ahead, if you're here, leave a thumbs up on this video. And uh, if you haven't subscribed yet to Fightful Overbooked, you should do that. If you haven't subscribed yet to the Fightful main channel, youtube.com slash Fightful, you should do that too. If you want to give us money, you should absolutely do that. Why don't you uh, go over to maybe go to Fightful Select. Drop that $5. Best five bucks in the business. Get all your news. We'll talk about that in a minute. Or maybe you want to get your comment or statement read on this year post show. You can go ahead, click that little dollar sign at the bottom of your YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked screen and donate a super chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. Or you go to HumperChats.com before Cresta gives you the thing. Use IMP to talk about impact because the Ring of Honor post show is also going on now because they're in their 30th hour of matches by this time. <laughs> I'm not salty. I mean, it's true. It is true. It's true. It's true. Cresta, how do they do it? You're going to take your fingers. I don't have any right now. I'm head from Al Snow. I'm sentient now. So you're going to type humperchats.com, type IMP in all caps, then type your question like, how is Cresta floating? Or man, impact was great tonight. And we'll read your question or comment on air. Any donation amount counts. And we get to keep a little bit more of the money. I'm happy. Joel's happy. Sean's happy. The aliens upstairs are happy. Humperchats.com. 
Ding. Bong. <laughs> it's just addition at this point. Yeah, I know I have to do it. And that makes me, it gets me in a good mood. I didn't get to say, Cresta Star is here as she is every Thursday with me. And also on Saturdays now, doing the AEW Collision Post Show, uh, we haven't spoken since your, your debut, your big Collision debut. How was that? How was the uh, this week four-person broadcast booth? It wasn't bad. Honestly, um, I'm excited to have everyone see all of my craziness. Furthermore, I'm all about cross-pollination. So if you're like, wow, that girl is funny. I want to watch her more. Let's watch Impact. Like, come on, come on, Thursdays, get your double dose of Cresta. You can't see my hands again. I'm just a, a floating torso or floating arms or whatever it is. Um, But yes, it was so much fun. I am a CM Punk stan. Well, let me not say stan. I just enjoy the controversy that he creates. And it's fun to cover someone like that. Whether you hate him or love him, we're talking about him. So it was a lot of fun. And it was my first time working with Sean Rossat. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm I did not know that. Yep. It was a fun time. He said that I was out here in the impact fields. And I was like, wow, you make it sound like impact is so bad. (laughs) I heard what you actually said to him when he mentioned. I said, wow, right next to Juneteenth. I could not believe it, Sean. (laughs) You got him so good. (laughs) I watched the first like 20 minutes of the show. And when you got him, I was like, (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> I loved it. Like, first of all, the impact impact isn't the bricks. <laughs> impact is not. We are not out here for impact wrestling. Like, I guess I'll do my time here. <laughs> like, impact is so good. Maybe that's right, but impact was impact is good. Okay. Watch impact. <laughs> you should join us. We're here every Thursday. We're talking about impact every Thursday. We are, Cresta, one of the few outlets that covers impact wrestling in post-show form mm-hmm. once the show goes off the air there are a couple of others but i would venture to say that we have the largest live post-show available so tell your friends we are here and we love to see you and yes this week's show i have to be honest cresta wasn't for me this was a rare miss for me same since i've been watching impact um since I got this job, really, it's it hasn't really missed. And tonight, besides two things, I was like, wah, wah. And I don't blame anybody. Maybe you can't, you can't, everything can't hit every time. You know, everything can't be a banger. Look at this outfit. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it, it's see-through. And now she's gone. <laughs> now you see me. Now you don't. What do you, what was the inspiration for this? We weren't telling these people what the deal was. So as many of you guys know, I have started this journey with drag and I got a bunch of opera length gloves. In in lime green. No, but in every color and green was one of them. And the first thing I thought when I got them in the mail today was there's no way this is going to show up on my green screen. And then I immediately thought of Al Snow because I have a green shirt, as you can clearly see. I was like, but does everybody want I'm chaotic. That's really what it is. I'm a chaotic person. And this further fuels my chaos. And everyone's got to have a gimmick. I'm not as knowledgeable as Joel, so I got to do something. <laughs> Come on. I'm not that knowledgeable. I, maybe I, I just don't have a life. I think that's really what it is. I don't either. And you've made better choices than I. <laughs> you kidding me? I, I host three shows on this channel alone. Four, actually. 
That's sad. I'm, Which one I'm, of us has helped me written on their foreheads? <laughs> good point. You literally, me figuratively. Oh my. Hold on. This is this is one hell of a way to start the show. This is better than Impact episode was this week. She has a thing on her. Oh, this must be the cat. This is this is something. We have this is Cressa going. This is Cressa going rogue. I've never seen this before. But apparently that cat just took down an entire world of of everything. Frozing podcast with the super chat. Thank you. I'm just gonna bring that one up. People leave me My deepest apologies. It was a cat. That was wonderful. I've never <laughs> Your cat went ro more rogue than you do. I think it's their dinner time. Oh my God. I'm so sorry about that. This cat literally opened the up closet where we have the food, opened it, was up in there and got stuck on something and then ran around the house and started going crazy because she was being nosy. My heart leapt out of my stomach. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm sorry when you have to edit this joke. I ain't editing shit. Who, I ran with the quickness because this cat is running around with a plastic bag on her neck. Like, well, like, yo, please stop running. I have to catch you to free you. Why are cats so bad? Lady, I have a child. What do you think that like? <laughs> That's fair. He doesn't run around with bags on his head. And when he's hungry, he just comes up to daddy and like, hugs me and pretends to be all sweet as if he wants something he does it's food you eating chips your son looks at you i like chips too let me tell you i'm sorry I'm, i know we're going to talk about impact i swear to god we are i know i know we're like nine minutes in. we haven't gotten into the show but like let me let me just give you a quick observation of of having a child and and not only that having a child who um with with full respect to my partner who is a wonderful mother um the kid seems to like me more <laughs> and she admits this. She will freely admit this. Um, he like follows me around. It's a thing. I think it's just because we look alike. It's disgusting. Um, he has the full beard and everything. So anyway, <laughs> so, so, so we're, we're feeding him and, and he's in that phase where he like, he wants to explore the food and he feeds himself and everything's cool. I make the food around our house and that's fine. Um, tonight I made uh, hamburgers and fries and uh, I, I had a banana because I was just kind of killing time while we were all hanging out and eating. Mm -hmm. um, the kid like wanted to eat my entire banana. He sees me eating it and he's monkey see monkey do. He's like reaching for it. And I'm like, come on, man, let me eat. The you have the burger. And he's not, he's refusing the burger that my wife is trying to give him. Oh and my so God. <laughs> I take the burger and I take a bite and suddenly he's like, I want the burger. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've made a grave error. I really want the burger, actually. <laughs> so I'm giving this kid banana burger. <laughs> he ate, that's all that matters. But I'm sitting there just like, monkey see, monkey do. If you ever want to know the, the, the trick to children, monkey see, monkey do, for better or worse. All right, let's talk about let's talk about impact. We've given them 10 minutes of this. BTI opens and George Iceman is here. He's in the most beautiful coffee shop. I mean, office as he is known to know. And he sets up the Wagga Wagga shows. He mentions that for night two, July 1st, it's going to be Motor City Machine Guns taking on the Ace of Base for the Impact Tag Team Championships. Could be the first time that uh, we have the Impact World and X Division Champions holding the World Tag Team titles as well. Uh, they're really loading up these Australia shows. What do you think of this whole Iceman thing? I think it's really smart. I feel like a lot of 
AEW and WWE, I feel like, have been offloading their shows in other countries. I think it's smart if Impact follows that trend. Um, also, I would be upset if Motor City Machine Guns held all the gold. I don't know how long that'll last, but I wouldn't be mad about it. I would not be. It'd be quite interesting. It'd be quite interesting. Yeah, but then you know who gets the world tag titles after that? Bully and Macklin. Disgusting. Yeah, You're right. Well, you're right, you're right. Anyway, the match on BTI this week was Jody Threat versus Nevaeh. By the way, check out our interview. Jeremy and I had Jody Threat on the show on Wednesdays in the Weeds. Uh, she was fantastic. She was there to, to promote the show she's doing this Sunday called Girls Next Door. That's going to be a uh, a show that's put on by Smash Wrestling and Ben Fatale, both Canadian uh, companies. That's going to be oh, Sunday okay. morning at the Rec Room if you're visiting Toronto or Forbidden Door, consider going to that show it's Sunday morning. So Jody Threat uh, had a really nice conversation with us, talked about Impact as well, of course. And this this match was good. She got the win. She got that cannonball sent on from the top rope, set up that spinning F-bomb, which Nevaeh took better than the last opponents have. Uh, Jody Threat's starting to really click here. What do you think of the match with Jody Threat and Nevaeh? The match itself was fine. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I was walking home and watching this on my phone. From what I did see, it was a very stiff match. And I felt like the F-bomb this time had a couple more rotations <laughs> than it normally does. And it looked good. You know what? Yeah. Again, I, I am hoping that we start moving Jody to more, uh, or sorry, less enhancement talent and mm. more actual full-time roster members. But while I think about that, I'm saying... You know, the people who were in Columbus, they weren't like super excited about this match. They weren't super into Jody because they don't necessarily know her yet. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be upset if Impact does a bit more of a slow build with Jody Threat. Yeah. You know, they they clearly have plans and they clearly have an investment in her. And as a result, you know, I know it's easy if you're a talent or if you're a fan, you want to see her break out and be the next big thing. But there's nothing wrong with maybe sitting on it and letting her rack up those wins and become dominant like they did with Masha Slamovich. Like they tried to do with Killer Kelly. That's a whole other can of worms. True. But I like, I, I like what they're doing with Jody, even though I'd love personally to see her go faster. You know, I'd love to see yeah. her, her, her build faster. No, I totally agree with that. Um, I would like to see, like you said, Jody Threat move up as well. But from everything, you've put Jody Threat over a million times on this channel. I feel like I know more about Jody Threat from you than a little bit from Impact. You know what I mean? So I do agree with them building her up. It's kind of like, you know, CM Punk is going to get cheered in Chicago. Let's see how he does in Boston or Toledo or New Mexico. So, yeah, I, I, I'll wait. I'll wait. That's a good point. I'll sit on it. I'll wait. I agree with that. And and that's the thing. She's known in Canada, specifically Toronto, the Ontario region, because a lot of us in those regions have seen Jody Threat come up. Mm-hmm. Now she's going into the U.S. where she is a newer name. So as a result, people are just getting introduced to her, and, and including yourself, Cresta, watching yeah. back weekly. So the slow build might not be a bad thing for people like me who have watched her through the years. We're just like, come on, come on, get there already. But she I mean, has- it works. Well, so one thing I did ask her about was was doing those uh, those backstage vignettes because mm-hmm. that's new to her. And she was very honest about her first time. And you and I talked about it on the show that it wasn't the best, but she had a long – she's new to this and she has a long way to go in a positive yeah. way. And she had the exact same demeanor. She's like, I'm going to – I'm going to look up some acting classes. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to work on my skills. You know, she's had people help her and develop her. 
and she has the right tools and she's doing the right things. So I do not dislike what's going on with her right now in Impact. Yeah. I think about all the other people who were who are on BTI, who are now regulars, like Bupinder, Sheldon Jean. Um, I know I'm missing somebody else. I know. Champagne Singh. Yeah. I, even like you said, Killer Kelly. For a while, she was tearing it up on BTI. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, that's what BTI is for. And I like one thing that they're doing now is tying in the BTI match with what goes on in the main mm-hmm. show. We'll talk about that in a few minutes because I really liked that segment. It was super silly and super fun. Yes. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of Impact Wrestling. We go right into it. This was a match-heavy episode. OVE opens up against Brian Myers in the good hands. It's Callahan, Kristen, Madman, Fulton. Uh, Myers cuts off the intro and it just turns into trashing Ohio, which is the right thing to do. And of course, uh, Skylar and Hotch are just like, everything's better than Ohio. Well, that's just a fact. And this is just a bad week for Ohioans. Like Ohio's get, taking the L's left and right. You have Logan Paul on Monday, the good hands on Thursday. Everyone's just ragging on Ohio. And I Logan Paul it. was the worst of the two. <laughs> right? I get it. Anyway, this match goes off uh, as expected. Moose comes out, hangs up Jake Chris on the top rope. Sammy and Fulton chase off Moose. Myers hits the roster cut on Jake Chris, gets the win. Sammy and Fulton looked dumb here because they ran him off, but they ran him off slowly. Either way. No, I agree. What this match kind of was like blink and it's over. It was okay. I was, I was whelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't underwhelmed. I was just whelmed. It was a match that happened. I guess Moose coming out is a surprise. So uh, this week, Moose announced that he signed an extension with Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. As a result, we're going to have more, more Moose to talk about. And it's not a bad thing. He's good for this company. I don't uh, hate it. Yeah. So what? what's next for Moose? That might be Myers and Moose with the tag titles, right? I would prefer Myers and Moose with the tag titles over Bully Ray and Steve Macklin. Maybe you'll get both if you're asking for it. Hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> we go backstage. Rich Swan finds Sammy Callahan as he's ripping shit up and just freaking out. Swan apologizes for not being there, says he's upset with Moose because, of course, Moose and Swan have had a couple of matches. They've been involved for a little while. And then Swan said he's got Sammy's back from here on in because he knows how Moose and Myers operate. It's, yeah, listen, just reaffirming that Swan and Callahan are friends. It looks like Fulton and Chris are done for the time being. I don't know if they'll be in Atlanta for the shows, but regardless, we're just saying Sammy and Swan are back. Cool. Go backstage. Eddie Edwards and Kazarian. Let me tell you. Once again, I can't. I can't with this story. There is The story is Killer Kowalski trained us. Therefore, we should be friends. Kazarian said it the best. You want me to forget everything you just did in the past six, seven months and be okay because we were trained by the same guy? Am I stupid? Even when Kazarian responded back to him and he was like, oh, I know you didn't ask for this match. He's like, sure did it. I was like, damn, Kazarian. Also, Eddie Edwards, you kind of did this to yourself. You can't trust Bully Ray. You can't trust Moose. You can't trust you. I'm sorry. I, you did this, Mimi. I didn't do this. Exactly. So neither of the men asked for this match. Eddie's like, I swear on the grave of Killer Kowalski. That you can trust me. He, he was about to break out into a Boys to Men song. 
And then all of a sudden, <laughs> that's all for one. That's my voice. That's 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 I can think of who it was. I said, okay, I don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think we will. <laughs> was it called, the song was called I'll Be There, wasn't it? I swear. Uh, I'll I be think there. it was I swear. It was definitely by All was, for One. Yeah, and the video was black and white on an ocean. That's right. That I remember. Oh my God. Faith plus one is just rolling in there. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Oh gosh, this is the best show. This really is. Even when the episodes are bad, we're good. Dex Baker sends us a super chat saying, Madman Fulton looked incredible during that match. It was the only thing I remember. Honestly, I agree. And we, how, man, I wanted Khan versus Fulton one-on-one so bad coming out Uh of these tapings. We didn't get it, but Madman Fulton looked good. And you know what? If that gets him more bookings as a result, impact or not, I'm fine with that. I was kind of hoping that they would both stay on for a little bit longer. Um, but at this point, the design is done. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to that one in a few minutes. Let me tell you. <sighs> Super serious wrestler Dirty Dango takes on Bupinder Gujar. Diva's reject chants come out as Dirty Dango grabs the mic and says, I hate pro wrestling. And all I can say is he's just like us. He's rude. <laughs> That's what he is. Dango avoids a gargoyle spear, hits the inverted DDT, gets the win, but the post-match is what matters, of course. He grabs a cell phone from Bupinder Gujar's jacket, I think. Commentary was just as confused. And he starts cutting a promo on the phone. I need to find the footage. I don't know if he posted it on his socials or if Gujar did. Either way, it's out there. I know he was recording. I saw the red bar on the iPhone. I did see it as well. I know it's there. Anyway, out comes Santino Marella, and he just hits good uh, he hits dango with the, the with the cobra gujar throws him into the ring is this is this a, is this a tag match are we gonna dango gonna find a partner and that's gujar and santino versus dango and somebody or is it just gonna be santino versus dango it's just gonna be santino versus dango but i will tell you that my mind kind of turned off during this match and i was like wow what if tyler breeze came and beat him up because he's acting up and helped out Santino. I don't know why, but I don't know what's happening in this match either. You know, I don't I don't hate that because I was sitting here and I'm like, they just announced Breeze is going to be coming back. He's going to be wrestling, I believe, at Prestige Wrestling. And that's a, I'm just saying, that's a booking. I mean, it would make sense. I feel like a lot of these guys have history from the fashion police. I wasn't watching wrestling at this time, so I'm sure people like to correct people, so feel free. Um I wasn't watching wrestling at that time. He did have the fashion police gimmick. I feel like Santino and Tyler Breeze are somehow connected. But either way, Dango, you're wildin'. And how can you say you hate pro wrestling? Because you hit Gujar at one point to then stand over his body to hit him with the... That's very pro wrestling of you. (laughs) But he's super serious, so that's all that matters. I'm super serious, too. That's true. Every week. Here on, here on Thursdays and then Collision on Saturdays. BTI tie-in time. So we talked about Jody Threat versus Nevaeh. They hug it out in the back, and then the Death Dolls walk up. Courtney Rush and Jessica. Nevaeh goes to hug Jessica, who's very confused because Nevaeh says, you know, oh, it's Havoc. And then they, she kind of explains the Undead Realm and how Courtney Rush is Rosemary and how Havoc is Jessica. And then the Death Dolls huddle up, which I thought was absolutely bonkers hilarious and they're just like i mean i made that sound very very fake but i thought it was funny um they say they might not they, they might be able to get nevea to help them on their new side quest 
Uh-huh. And that maybe she holds the key, even though they haven't won the knockouts tag titles yet. Anyway, they say to learn the truth, they have to go back to the beginning. And then the Death Dolls run off super excited, like a bunch of teenage girls. But they run off without Nevaeh. So I'm kind of wondering, are we going to see Nevaeh again? Or is this just a one-off for them to introduce the story? I would like it if Nevaeh stuck, stuck around. I don't think she necessarily performed badly against Jody Threat. And the other time I've seen her too, she's necessarily didn't perform badly. I think she'd be great to keep around. Um, I think also having her there to be the catalyst for Rosemary Havoc or whatever the case may be, that would be cute too. Um, this was the best segment of the night next to the next one after this. And quite honestly... When she's huddled up and then didn't even whisper, and Nevaeh's like, I could, I could still, I could still hear you. That was comedy. Then when she's like, she'll give us a quest. And I love quests. We've got an adventure. I'm like, yo, Courtney Rush is the opposite of Rosemary. And I like it. And I think that shows to how great a performer Rosemary is. That you have two dynamically different characters. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. This segment was funny. It was. And I'm looking forward to them moving the story forward and at least getting getting us a little closer to the undead realm and where where that goes back because the the experiment with the death dolls and courtney rush has been fun i don't know how much longer it can last mm-hmm. maybe until slammiversary and then you got another month out of it uh or sooner than that because again they're taping friday saturday so it could happen anyway maybe it could be here was the fun one zicky dyson swing man let's go this segment Cinema. <laughs> this was cinema. Yes, it was. None of this bloodline stuff. This is it. Uh, Zicky is sitting down in his referee certification class where he's the only one. And the referee says, at what point must a wrestler break a hold when on the ropes before disqualification? And yeah, swing man behind the referee as Zicky is struggling to answer. And he says, four... Five as Swingman keeps going up and down. It's cute. It's fun. And then he passes. Referee Zicky Dice exists. He even has his own referee shirt, but apparently doesn't own any bleach because that thing is pink. I thought that was a choice. Either way, I loved it. (laughs) Swingman says he has a stooge in his pocket, and now he can screw his way to 50 wins. Let's not worry about the phrasing, shall we? Swingman is a treasure. And honestly, Macklin, you lucky you lost the title when you did because Swingman is coming for you, brother. <laughs> Could you imagine if he had gone after Macklin? Macklin and Swingman is the match of the century. Should have done it. I agree. And most importantly, put Johnny Swinger over. Don't be a coward. <laughs> I want Zicky Dice to referee matches that are not Swingman matches just to get it under his belt. Let him do like a, let him do an X Division channel. Put him in next week's Trey Miguel, Chris Saban X Division title match. Cease. <laughs> I want him to do a Lucha match. Have him be a ref in a Decay match where the bite of 89 happens every match. <laughs> Perfect. I he's gotta get his he's gotta get his cadence right. He's gotta get everything right. Can't just can't just be in swingman's pocket. That's true. Plus he gotta get his HP down. Every ref got one HP except Arbria, where she has three. Yes, and mostly it comes with a guitar. Yeah. 
I mean, even if so, half the time they go to hit her and she's like, get out of my way. So Zicky, you right now you got like 80 HP. I don't know how you, I don't know where you're going to cut that from. <laughs> gotta find it from somewhere. Yeah, you got to cut that. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Maybe up your accuracy in your eyes. I don't know. Right. Well, he ain't going to get it from Con and Angels or Gresham and Speedball. Maybe from Gresham and Speedball because they're a pretty formidable tag team. Uh, Diener is angry. He's very angry and he's very silly and stupid in this match. Uh, I mean the character, not the human, of course. Uh, I love Khan running both men down and just taking out Gresham and Speedball. Looking badass. Good stuff. Speedball does his running shooting star. Khan deadlifts him and slams him out of it. They do a pop-up cutter spot from Gresham onto Alan Angels and then Speedball transitions into an arm bar. Angels hits a Spanish fly. Diener tells him to finish off Speedball for some reason. I don't know why he gets so hot and gets up on the... It was so silly. It, it was, was bizarre. It was. It was like, you're not that guy, pal. And you're yelling at angels to do the thing that he's about to do. So in essence, you're ruining this for everybody. You're distracting your own guy. Angels Working yourself into a shoot. So bad. It's so weird. He misses the frog splash to angels. Speedball gets to get over with the tornado kick and then the ultimate weapon gets the win. Diener did a stupid. Are we doing an angels versus Diener match? What are we up to here? I think it's time for angels to take Diener into the same room. He took Eric Young and do what needs to be done. Cause it's clearly not working or, or the design at this point is just not working. I feel bad for angels kind of feel bad for Diener. Definitely feel bad for Khan. Cause it's like, you just got here. Angels has been eating the pin, even though he's been wrestling his butt off Diener, they gave you the ball. You tried to run with it, but you've been tripping. That's not really your fault. That's booking, but I don't understand. Because even violent by design wasn't that strong. To have the design feel like what I've been feeling like is a losing streak, it's kind of like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? At this point, let Angels be by himself. Let Diener be by himself. Let Khan be by himself or in another team because this is not it. This is not it at all. Like y'all, you couldn't buy a win at this point. Your money is no good here. I wouldn't mind seeing angels break out somehow. I don't know, like break out of the design, break out of the group, tell a story mm -hmm. about that. Uh, his escape from the design. And then he becomes his own man. His whole reason for leaving AEW, as he says at the last place is that he was sick of being pushed around. He's getting pushed around here. Let him, let them tell the story of him breaking away from groups that tell him what to do so that angels becomes his own guy. Yeah. Something. I don't know what they do. The flashback with Magnus winning the world title at Dixieland spud costs Jeff Hardy. None of these people work in the company anymore, except for Magnus, just putting that out there. Anyway, uh, Magnus wins the world title. This, this all comes down to a segment that I love, but we're not there yet. First, we're going to talk about GM Miller with Trinity. And of course it starts with uh, Trinity's, being asked if she thinks that uh, Giselle Shaw will beat uh, Deanna Perrazzo in Australia and get added to a triple threat. Trinity says no. Deanna's going to beat Giselle Shaw. And if she doesn't, well, she's beaten Giselle Shaw before, so she'll do it again. And then she calls out Jay Vidal. And, of course, it's Savannah Evans. Do Boy Jay. I love it. Yes. Do Boy Jay versus, Gis <laughs> Sorry, versus Trinity. Makes that challenge for next week. It is accepted uh, while Giselle Shaw is off doing the – the show on CTV can in Canada. Amazing Race Canada. Thank you. Which, by the way, Fightful Selected reported months ago when they were taping it. So there you go. Uh, go check that out. But anyway, that doesn't matter. What really matters here is what's all this then? Jimmy Jacobs is still here. Why? 
Why is Jimmy Jacobs still there? I thought we were done with the what's all this then segments. Never. Apparently not this week because what's all this then? This was, this was them. They wrote off Jimmy Jacobs without killing him as is tradition. But we'll get there in a second. Yeah. So anyway, Impact, if you're looking for someone to replace Jimmy Jacobs now that he's had the taste slapped out of his mouth, hey, I'm your guy. Let's talk. I mean, he is Scott Demore's son, and we don't hate a nepotism, baby. Hey, guys. Have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made, and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. I mean, not in this company. This company doesn't really do the Nepo stuff. It's, the other ones do. Anyway, Nick wants to make a statement, but uh, Jimmy Jacobs is going to read it. It says, after last week's altercation, Nick has received threats of harassment on social media and at his home in Nashville, Tennessee. It says he won't be on the show tonight. And then he says he'll explain himself next week. But in walks the Impact World Champion, Alex Shelley. Says he doesn't buy it. Jimmy tries to stick up for Nick, and, Alda, and he says Aldis will be on the show next week to explain himself, and Alex Shelley will be in a reserved front row seat for all the action. Jacob says, don't shoot the messenger, and then as Shelley walks away, Jimmy Jacobs gets mouthy and says, it took him 20 years to become world champion. It got to his head already. And then he gets slapped with a five-finger state of the face while he's on the floor. Well, at least they didn't try to kill him. What would you think of this whole segment? With What's all this then? Not Nick Allis taking a line from Bully Ray's promo last week. I feel so unsafe. I'm glad they played that Dixie Carter thing right beforehand. I think it you I think that we need to be reminded because I was thinking you're out here being a good guy, but I see the British are coming. <laughs> you sent a letter, all my feelings. I mean, Kenny King says, um, said in a match on commentary, I was right about everyone. Not speedball, but Nick Aldis has, bro. I I believed in you, and then you do this. You didn't. You couldn't even write a good letter. It was. I feel so attacked. You did this, Mimi, again. Like, boo. <laughs> Just boo, boo. And like you said, they 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 purposely played that Magnus winning the world title, and that was his big heel turn. That was it. That was him taking advantage of everything. This is what. We are building to. This is what we're getting. And heel Nick Aldis, piece of shit Nick Aldis, that's the Nick Aldis people like. That's what people want to see. Because remember, how many weeks were we sitting here being like, Nick Aldis is here and he's being happy and he's excited. He's got a what's three What's all piece. this then? Yeah, but I'm still going to do what's all this then. And it's still going to be funny. And I stupid. think that's a marketing fail. I think you should, Nick Aldis, just take it. It's, <laughs> just take it, bro. It's kind of like, hey, EW, just take it. It's, it's free. It's free. It's on the floor, even. No hanging fruit. This is on the ground. <laughs> well, you got to talk to RJ City if you want. Hey, EW. I'm gonna see nah, that's what I say. Nick Aldis, then. You, it's, the, it's the same. Like, 
Don't be a coward. <laughs> Listen, if, if I can get what's all this, then I will take it. Anyway, Dex Baker with a super chat saying, Violet by Design felt like an agent of change across the roster, winning belts and brainwashing people successfully. The design just seems like Fall Guys. It's true. They do. They had such an opportunity with them, but unfortunately, whatever stories they've been trying to tell with them have kind of fallen flat. I agree. And I feel like there wasn't a, a resurgence for them if they would have won that Ohio street fight. I know impact likes to send the home crowd home happy, but in this case, I think it could have given complexity to both sides. That is providing Madman Fulton and Jake Chris were staying. If they're not, it doesn't make sense to send them out on a loss, but to me it kind of does because you're not coming back. So does it really hurt you? Whatever. Um, I agree. I don't know what they're doing with the design and it's kind of getting past the point of, okay, this isn't working to, is this actively damaging these guys? Because you, you're supposed to say it's supposed to be this thing, but Diener tonight in particular looked really silly. Like Angels was literally about to end it. If you didn't bother him, he would have got the, um, I, it might have been a shooting star press, a frog. He would have done something and he would have got the win. But I don't know. At this point, I, Eric Young needs to come back from the shadow realm. He needs to beat this boy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or they need to break up. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. But if you want to know all the news that's fit to muck, go over to FIFOSelect.com. That's five bucks in the business. I, I see Cresta trying to get the five, but all I see here, all I see is a shadow on the video. If you want to know about an AW star who's working banged up ahead of Forbidden Door, FightfulSelect.com, raw title plans, the heavy, the World Heavyweight Championship match, that changed. It didn't go down. It was Seth versus TBD and something happened. All the info's over at FightfulSelect.com. And of course, if you want feature access before it drops, Cam Hawkins spoke to Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you want that information, by the way, Cam Hawkins is Seahawk. I don't know. I use his I use his government name because I like I like calling him Cam Hawk. That's how I know him. I don't know him by his Twitter name. Anyway, if you want his, <laughs> his feature with Stone Cold, his interview with Stone Cold, it's over on FIFOSelect.com. CM Punk and Kenta News, what happened, what broke down, why isn't the match happening at Forbidden Door? Go over to FIFOSelect.com. All the news is there, along with Sour Graps every Monday and Friday with the pre free preview coming this Monday, by the way. Is this Monday or next Monday? Whatever. It's coming up. And then we got Ask Rhapsody and, of course, Sean's Q&A and plenty more. Jimmy, Van, and I are supposed to do a Q&A sometime in the next little while because Sean's going to be out in the UK filming his own episode of What's All This Then. <laughs> it's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good name to go over to FIFLSelect.com and drop your five bucks best in the business. There you go. FIFLSelect.com. Do it right now. Anything to add, Chris, the star? Do it. Do it now. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Someone in the chat, he's the one who eats the glizzies. <laughs> that is true. Listen, Jeff Jarrett was wasting glizzies Wednesday. What a waste. What a what a waste. Could have given them all to Cam Hawkins. He would have done them all twofold. He's the glizzy gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, the glizzy I Gestapo. I'm sorry. I have one more. I have one more. Big thanks. <laughs> The Bang Bang Gang is back. <laughs> yes, we are on Fightful Overbook tonight for our review because Ring of Honor decided to run 100 million matches tonight. Uh, and we didn't want to start at 12 at midnight. So here we are. Uh, Taylor Well takes on Killer Kelly in singles action. Kelly headbutting shoulders. I don't hate that. 
double underhook suplex from Kelly to Wild, along with the basement hesitation dropkick, which I love. Uh, Killer Kelly fights out of the Wild ride, locks in the Killer Clutch. They do a roll up, a reversal. Kelly pins Taylor Wild. But it's the post-match, Crest of Star. The good shit happens in the post-match. Coven goes to attack Killer Kelly, and now comes <laughs> Masha Slamovich, that dog collar in her hand, goes after the Coven and looks like we have a new tag team. But Cresta, the big story here is the sexual tension. These I tweeted two. this, but Rhea Ripley versus Killer Kelly versus Masha Slamovich, I would spontaneously combust. And especially after tonight, I feel like it's all possible. I don't care. <laughs> they looked at each other for an uncomfortably erotic amount. Of time. To you! To you! It was uncomfortable to you! <laughs> I was questioning everything! <laughs> you know what? That's totally fair and understandable. And however you feel about it, you may feel about it. That being said, the sexual tension. <laughs> and those two are going to win the Knockouts World Tag Titles. And they are going to pre presumably... I'm not even going to finish the sentence. They're just going to they're gonna win those tag titles. They're going to win those tag titles and we're going to have another celebration of love. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Listen, I... I women's wrestling... You can't see they put it from these are my thumbs. <laughs> it's a thumbs up, by the way. And you should leave one too on this video. If you haven't already, you probably should have for the sexual thrill. I mean the sexual <laughs> It's been 77 years. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that submarine. Anyway, more. <laughs> Oh, hell is hot. And I can feel the heat from here for laughing. It's too late. I can't even make an excuse. Oh, God. Anyway, Gina Miller's backstage with my uh, with my with my stepdad. <laughs> my real dad. I don't know what he is. <laughs> He's got more stubble in this photo than he did on the actual. At this point, I think I need to see a picture of your real dad and Scott DeMore side by side. I'll take my answers off air. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to show you. I will show you one privately, but I will not show you one publicly. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, like, off, off air, off air. People yeah. need to know what Papa Joel looks like. <laughs> I keep that shit to myself. Uh, Scott DeMore says he's not the president of Impact right now, which means he doesn't need his headset or the suit or the fancy watch. And he quotes Toby Keith about not being as good as he once was, but he's as good whenever. You all know the song, don't you? Anyway, he says Bully Ray is a two-time champ. Macklin had a great reign as world champ, which is an ironic statement to make because I thought yeah. it could have been a lot longer. Anyway, Demore says he may not have he may not have had a prime, but he coached champions. He hit home runs with hockey sticks, and he'll get in the mud and he'll cross lines. And then Scott's dad told him that he could take him out of this world as quickly as he put him into it. And then Demore says he'll do the same to Bully, and he'll do the same to Macklin. And he says it'll rain holy hell in Windsor, and one side for sure will not walk out of there. I like one thing, the little thing about this this whole segment as Scott is getting more heated, he's getting buttons undone. He's, he's undoing the cuffs on his shirt. He's, he's adding to the layers of intensity. What do you think of this segment with Scott Demore and Gia Miller? The contents of what he was saying. Wah, wah. However, I will say the way he said it, I was like, okay, Scott Demore. Okay. I believe it. I believe that. I felt that. 
Like when I started listening to what's like, ah, I'm all right about it. But I believed it. Like you said, I did like the nuance of let me tell you, I'm like, I'm normally cool. I'm chilling team Canada, but now I'm not. I've had it with you, Bully Ray. And like he said, maybe you're right. I put you into this company. Maybe it's time I take you out. But an impact here, that means Bully Ray, you might die. So uh, I think you might want to lawyer up and tell your family you love them before anniversary because I've seen people get stabbed, run over by cars, buried in the desert, have sledgehammers with cinder blocks on their backs. I'm just saying it might be time. It might be time to get your affairs in order because this is Impact Wrestling. <laughs> that would be upsetting. Who would watch Busted Open? LR Noir. <laughs> Steph DeLander is going to be working the Australia show. Speaking of our nerd, uh, anyway, uh, go, go, go. Anyway, digital media championship on the line. I believe in Joe Hendry versus Yuya Yamura comes out. Joe Hendry says extraterrestrials have made contact with earth. It's a coincidence that they did it while Joe Hendry is champion, but all the aliens are trying to say is we believe. I mean, I guess, you know how X-Files it was. I believe. So maybe they believe I like him. Joe Hendry, but I don't know what this was for. Like, it, it might be time to take your mic away. <laughs> it might be time. It might be time. It might be time to like, give me that mic. It might be time to take your mic away. Joe, Joe, come back. Joe, Joseph come back. Hendry, give me the microphone right now, Joseph. Joseph, come back to us. Give, Joe. Me, give me that microphone, Joseph. How <laughs> <laughs> come Sheldon Jean and Kenny King to do commentary and really the focus is on them the whole time. Kenny, yeah. Kenny King says his, uh, his interest has peaked in the digital media championship. You know what? The match is fine. Yuya, Yuya Mora knows how to wrestle. He's good at this. We say every week that we're waiting for that one breakout moment of character development for him. He's got a crisp drop kick. He's got a good crossbody that gets turned around into the standing ovation by Joe Hendry. And that's the winner of the match. Uh, King at one point calls Hendry a bully. And then Matt Raywall kind of backs him up and says, you're writing these songs and he's making these videos, bullying us. And you know what? Like he's got, he's got a point. He's got a good point sting. What did you think of this? Uh, the, the, the commentary. And then we'll talk about the post match. Is he a bully? Or you guys can't cut a promo. <laughs> am I a bully or am I cutting a promo in song? That's that's all I'm going to say. Is maybe you have to interpret it a different way. Also, Kenny King said during the match that he was right. I, I do agree with Kenny King. You don't have to you kind of a bully. You're a bully. You're a bully. You're a bully. It's funny. And we're laughing, but you're a bully. Yeah, it's, it's bad for me mental, bro. Kenny King is kind of right. He talked about Nick Aldis. You didn't want to wait the line and you wanted to skip it. And now look at you hitting old boy with the um with the title. Um, the match itself was fine. I honestly didn't even know this was for the digital media championship until they said it on commentary. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, the highlight for me is when I guess it was close to the finish, or it was the finish where Yuha goes for the crossbody, Joe Hendry catches it, rolls through, and then flips and turns him into the standing ovation. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But you and I have said countless times before, the wrestling on these shows is superb. It's always never going to be an issue. It's just that I, the alien promo in the beginning, I'm like, I could have done without. And the match itself, I don't know. It was, it was fine. Kenny King, like you said, was the focal point of a match between Joe Hendry and UMR. And, and a lot of tonight's show felt like we're taping this to get content and then 
we'll do more when we get to Atlanta because we got to put together whatever we're going to do in Australia to make it sexy and to make it something that people want to watch. Uh-huh. Cause like this is their in between stop going into slam anniversary. Uh, and that's, that's tough, but it just felt like a lot of tonight's, a lot of tonight's matches were kind of just fodder. They were just there. Yeah. And again, there's nothing wrong with having a show that that's filler, but like, there's a lot of filler on tonight's show. Uh, post-match, Kenny King grabs the Digital Media Championship, heads to the ring, presented to Henry, stares longingly at it first, and then sarcastically claps while Henry raises the title. I do like two things. One, I like Kenny King's approach to being a heel because he is, he's not telling any lies. That's true. He's being on. Like, it, it just makes, it makes sense what he's saying. He's being manipulative, but he's not being dishonest. Exactly. He's he's telling it like it is, and he's not wrong about it. And then he also is helping to make the digital media championship look important. Joe Hendry does a good job of that as well. But if someone like Kenny King, who is a very good and talented performer, comes in, and and again, Kenny King has such star potential and, and continues to bring it, for him to want that digital media championship, makes you want to watch the digital media championship quote-unquote division which there isn't one but he wants to make that title as important as joe hendry is making that title i agree i think that's not bad i'll even take it one step further i wouldn't even be upset if kenny king took the title off of joe hendry i think it'll give a refresh to both men i think that it may be time for Joe Hendry to move on from the digital media champion, not saying X division. I wouldn't mind a heavyweight situation, but you know, we'll see how it goes. But I do think that it would be refreshing for both, for both men. If Joe Hendry lost the title, especially with Sheldon Jean, I could see Kenny King using Sheldon Jean to screw Joe Hendry. You turn it into a three-way eventually. And now you've got what almost two months of storyline right there. Wouldn't even do that. I'd have Kenny King win the title from Joe Henry, and I'd have Sheldon Jean eventually get to a point where he's so done with Kenny King that he challenges the the teacher and he becomes the master. And that's Sheldon Jean's first championship in impact in the singles division. I want the title to be important so that when it goes to the next person after, let's say, Kenny King, it's it, the, the the title rub goes off on that person. This goes down to like, does the title make the man or does the man make the title or the person in this case? Because the knockout title is the same way. What matters more depends on the wrestler and the story you're telling. I I think it's a fluid conversation. Yeah. Which, does the title make the person or the person make the title? Right now, I think that Joe Hendry is making the title. And I think that if Kenny King wins, King, Kenny King makes the title. If Sheldon Jean then takes the title from Kenny King, then the title makes Sheldon Jean. That's how it works. You're building it up to give it to somebody and build their stock as a result. Yeah. And I think also too, having Sheldon Jean in that mix, his name is already in that conversation. So yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Next week on the show, the exhibition championships on the line. Chris Saban defends against Trey Miguel. Trinity is against Dubois Jim Vidal. And of course, Nick Aldis returns. No, he won't be doing what's all this then. It'll be an in-ring promo. And I'm sure Alex Shelley will be there. Main event. Yup. Yup. Thank you. Uh, main event time. Steve Macklin, Bully Ray versus Edward Edwards and Kazarian. I have very little to say about this. The, the whole thing was, can they coexist? Clearly Bully Ray and Steve Macklin can. Clearly Edward Edwards and Kazarian tried and failed. 
Bully pushes Edwards into Kazarian at one point. Kaz gets a chicken wing on Macklin later in that match. And then Edwards accidentally super kicks Kazarian. Macklin and Bully hit a back suplex cutter combo for the win. They hug, they celebrate, show goes off the air. That's about it. Other than that, and Bully going after Alicia Edwards, there was not much to say. I feel like all of the, out of all of the women Bully Ray went after, Alicia Edwards got the most chance. She dead hit PCO with a truck, bro. Like, you need to chill out. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have Yambag City. And again, I, I told this to Joel offline, guys. I was watching this in Discord with my friends. And they just started playing <laughs> uh, soundboard sounds at this match. And the, the main one at the Yambag City was the old dick twist. <laughs> That's on NXT in two weeks when they do Raw Underground. And then Yabba Dabba Dick Twist and Kato comes back. <laughs> I mean, I, there is the part where Eddie Edwards super kicked the taste out of Kazarian's mouth when he was aiming for Bully Ray or whatever it is. But this match, I, I it happened. The only notes I really have is not Alex Jones chasing Alicia. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I'm not even the one who said it. One of my friends said it's like, why is Alex Jones here? Like, no. But now I can't unsee it. <laughs> And like we don't we don't need to book Macklin and Bully Ray's detective. We know that they're friendly. We know that they can coexist. Edwards and Kazarian, okay, they were trained by Killer Kowalski, and Edwards thinks that's important. And Kazarian's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> this just this main event just didn't it didn't do it for me. Macklin and Bully Ray are are bigger stars in the company. Edwards is a legacy star. Kazarian is a legacy star. They want to build their stock, sure, but like. I get that not every episode needs to be a banger tag to, or like a, a main event title match or anything like that. And I'm not saying it does, but like this particular pairing just, it was, it was a storyline driven main, but it was really only driving one story that we know where it's going. Like we know where Macklin and bully are going. They're going oh, yeah. to be a tag team against PCO and Scott Demore. PCO didn't show up. So they just won the match. Edwards and Kazarian are about to have another match. It is inevitable. Why are you telling the story of, oh, did he or didn't he do it inadvertently? No, he very clearly, like, it, it wasn't inadvertent, but it was like, just, I don't know. There, there's just no point in doing this. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I would have rather a smosh four-way between those men than a tag team. I wouldn't have hated that. Let Macklin and Bully be friendly and and I don't know, I don't know what you could have done. I just would have done something different. Like you said, the four-way, that's not a bad idea. I don't know how they would have told the story of Macklin and Bully Ray getting along because they both want to win. But like Edwards and Kazarian should want to beat the shit out of each other. Just just what it is. Why would Bully get along with anyone? That's that's the really like Bully's friendly, but like he's like a viper. <laughs> I'll get you. He doesn't care about nobody. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I also see what you're saying. Like, eh, can you play that coexistence or line? But why do we, like you said, why do we need to? Yeah. Anyway, impact. That was it. June 22nd, 2022. 2023. Oh my God. What year is it? What year is it? What year is it? It's the, 20, it's the 22nd of June, 2023. Uh, what's all this done? And sorry, I'll, I'll stop. Uh, 
Cressa, what's what's what, what's going on? Plug the stuff. Joel Pearl is tired, and so am I. My so name is Cressa Star. I am here every Thursday with Joel Pearl talking about the post impact. Talk about impact. Sorry, on Fightful or Fightful Overbooked. You can find that wherever you consume your Fightful. You know, on Saturdays, I am back, back, back again, covering the AEW Collision Post Show with Rick and Iridian, sometimes Sean Rossat. This week, even though we just started last week, it's just going to be me, Iridian, and Sean, and it might just be me and Iridian. Who knows? It's a crapshoot, like AEW sometimes, but I'll be there. If you want non-related, fightful, but crusted, you can find me Wednesdays and Fridays, probably going back to Mondays, where I do wrestling, WWE, AEW on their respective days. If that was a lot of information, Cresta these up. Cresta the Star <laughs> down here. Oh, my link tree is in the bio. I am head. Help me. I'm a floating head. See, down here. Okay? Cresta the Star. Joel, where can they find you? You know what? Maybe I will show up on the Collision Post Show this week. Because I'll be there. Ah. So I, might, I might pop in and, and, and talk about it. Uh, we'll see. If not me, then then maybe uh, Kate, who will be with me, or maybe Denise. Maybe I'll pull Denise. I won't pull Denise. I'll say no to this. She'll she she doesn't want to do that. No, especially for free. She don't want to do that. Anyway, uh, I I'm at Joel Pearl J W L P E R L. Where am I? I'm in the weeds every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on Fightful Overbook. Join us on YouTube.com/slash Fightful Overbooked. If you have not subscribed to the channel, we drop content there every day. We have interviews there all the time. We had a Canadian wrestler named Shane Hawk who decided to tell the world that the American indies are the indies on easy mode. And a lot of people took the bait. So go check that out along with all the other stuff that we drop, including cats. We have cats on this channel now. So clearly we're winning. Okay. Uh, I'll be at Forbidden Door this weekend. If you're around, come say hi. I will be with Kate. Kate and I are going to do a live podcast not live for the public, but we'll be somewhere in the city of Toronto doing a live show before Forbidden Door. Come and say hi if you're at Collision or at the show Forbidden Door. Until then, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.